I'm Khan Arthur Welcome to the Kids Learn Career Show. Each week I ask a different person about their job so you can know what your options are out in the world. My guest today is Shula Lerner, a pediatric endocrinologist. Shula, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kyle. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for being here. First off, can you tell me what a pediatric endocrinologist is and what it's like to be one? Well, first of all, I want to applaud you on saying that because it (laughs) took my husband a few um, weeks before he was able to figure out how to say it. Uh So good job. Um, (laughs) Basically, I'm a pediatrician, just like any other doctor for Mm -hmm. kids. But I further specialize in certain health conditions that are related to glands or um, Mm -hmm. that are that are related to hormones, which are messengers from those glands or factories in the body that go throughout the body to tell signals to other body parts. And that may be like insulin for people with diabetes. And that may be um, checking in on how kids grow and develop like growth hormone or puberty. Mm -hmm. And so I check on those um, kids and parents ask me questions and kids ask me what they're wondering about and worried about. Mm -hmm. And I help be a, a medical detective to help them figure it out. That's really cool. So what kinds of things do you actually do day to day at work? So I do two different main kind of things. And one is, is I see kids in my office. Um, I meet with their families. I meet with them. I examine them head to toe. Mm -hmm. And then I educate them about what might be the things that are going on. And then we make a game plan to figure out um, what's going on and how to best help them and answer their questions. And then the other thing I do is that people set up appointments with me from around the country to, so that I can teach them about their health conditions that maybe their local doctors um, just didn't have the time to really spend the time in depth to do. Mm, I see. So when did you first know you wanted to do this kind of work? Well, I, when I was 11 and I remember the day exactly when I was in sixth grade, Um, we looked at our cheek cells under the microscope. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever, ever. So at that point, I decided I was going to be a scientist. Mm -hmm. Like, really? And then over the next 10 years or so, um, when I pursued my goal of being a scientist, at some point, someone asked me if I would be thinking about being a doctor. And I thought, well, why would I want to do that? And they said, well, you really seem to like talking to people. And and I thought, wow, well, being a doctor is like talking to people and being a scientist. And I realized they were right. And that's Mm -hmm. when I decided to be a doctor. Mm, I see. So did you consider, or did you do any other jobs or careers before this one? And can you tell us a bit more about the path you took to get here? Well, sure. Um, I thought that I was going to be a first grade teacher. Mm-hmm. I definitely have that first grade teacher vibe, which I think helps me in my teaching because, you know, I try and lay things out and, and really understand where kids and their parents are coming from. Mm-hmm. But in addition to being a teacher, I thought maybe I'd be an architect. I thought maybe I'd be an actress. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, you know, I went through all the things that every kid wonders about and thinks about. Um, never thought about being a professional athlete. So, you know, there was that I was not going to be doing, but, um, I really strongly thought about being a scientist where I would like, especially focus on cancer. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and really, really help people that way. But in the end, um, as I mentioned before, this was my path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you like most and least about your job? So I'm not sure I heard you right away, but what do I like most and least about my job? Well, I'd say that I like, um, I like helping people. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's yeah. super satisfying um, mm-hmm. to when people come in worried and you're able to relax their worry. It's really kind of the best. Least billing. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. I hate doing that. That's I hate having to charge sure. people for helping them. Yeah. Now a word from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Kids Green Team, a business startup kit I created with my friend Micah. Here's the problem we learned about that we couldn't ignore. Your city doesn't recycle plastic grocery bags, shipping air pillows, bubble wrap, and other plastic like that. Whether you throw them in the trash yourself or put them in your curbside recycling bin, they're headed for a landfill, or worse, the ocean. But that's where my friend Micah and I come in. We've built an entire course to teach kids like us how to turn this unnecessary waste into a successful business, profitable from month number one. Check it out at kidsgreenteam.com. Let's do some good together. Okay, now back to the show. What level of education do you have? Was that required for your job or not? Um, well, I went to a lot of school. I went through a lot of training. So after high school, I went to four years of college. And then after four years of college, I went to four years of medical school. Oh, wow. And then I did three years of pediatric training and three years of pediatric endocrinology training. Mm-hmm. So after college, it was another 10 years of training. Wow, that's a lot. So how much money would someone starting out in your field expect to make? And what's the long-term <laughs> income potential? Well, um, so as it turns out, pediatric endocrinologists, for the most part, make less money than general pediatricians. Mm-hmm. So you have to really, really love what you're doing. Um, although, you know, one of the reasons why I thought about doing this is, you know, it's certainly enough still to, to make a living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how much free time do you have? Like, do you work a traditional 40 hour work week more or less? I'd say probably a little bit more. Uh-huh. A, a doctor in general, um, unless they're part-time, usually is seeing patients for like 30, 35 hours a week. Oh, and then in pediatric endocrinology, we say usually there's about an, um, an additional hour for every hour that you see patients. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of work. Now, I don't see that many hours of patients because I work by myself and I also do the billing and I also answer the phones and I answer everything. So I, but still, I, I'd say more. <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit more about why you have to work that long? Oh, um, well, so the reason why when I see a kid and I'm educating the family, mm-hmm. um, that takes a certain amount of time. Yeah. But then it's really important that the that the child's doctor from home, mm-hmm. that their general doctor knows exactly what we talked about so that we can be a team together. Mm-hmm. So that writing up takes some time. And then, of course, also, if there are any um, laboratory tests like blood tests or other stuff, I have to read through them and think through how um, what kind of pattern those tests show to try and create that diagnosis. So that takes time, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what advice do you have for young people considering what you do for your job? 
Oh, I would say that first of all, um, if you enjoy it even half as much as I do, you have a great life. Um, so I really love what I do. But in terms of advice, um, uh, work really hard. Try and be as careful as you can be in terms of how you speak to kids, how you speak to their parents, to make sure that you um, educate them thoroughly, but don't overly worry them. Yeah. Um, but also be really careful in how you go through the lab test because mm -hmm. a little mistake can be magnified. And that's really, really, really important. Yeah. So this one is borrowed from Tim Ferriss, a best-selling author and one of the top podcasters in the world. What is one of the best or most worthwhile investments you've ever made? Hmm. Well, if I can talk about two, I would say first is that I um, started exercising and really strengthening my body and getting those muscles in shape helped my, as I got older, it helped my blood pressure. It helped my blood sugar. It helped my body. It helped me feel energy. And the truth is, is that it's really important for kids too. So strengthening your body, moving your muscles, fantastic. And that was something that I've done in phases throughout my life, but in the last year has been awesome. Yeah. The second investment is something that I actually started over COVID, which is once a week, I message all my friends with a, a really a, a, a touch-based message, meaning like keeping that connection alive. And I text them or I message them through another platform. <laughs> and, um, and it's really kept my friendships alive and strengthened my friendships mm -hmm. through this mm -hmm. year. And um, just reaching out has been, you know, 20 minutes uh, once a week has actually incredibly enriched my life. Oh, wow. So was there a time in your life where you felt like you completely failed at something, but it ended up helping later on in life? Um, how many of those do you want? <laughs> I think as you get older, you, you, as you go through life, you realize, oh gosh, if only I had done this differently or mm -hmm. that differently, uh, I would have been so much better. So times that I have failed, well, you know, there are times where I didn't return to a job. There are times where um, a friendship or a relationship just didn't work out. And one of the things that you realize that is that if it didn't work out, maybe it just wasn't the right fit. It didn't mean that I was a bad person or they were a bad person or we weren't good at it. We weren't just necessarily right for that time in that place doing that job. And knowing that there's likely to be another place mm -hmm. is really important. And, and actually where I am now doing my working for myself and doing my online teaching that came from a series of uh, failures, if you want to call it mm -hmm. in doing mm -hmm. other things. Yeah. So is there a person in your life, like a parent, grandparent, teacher, coach, or a mentor that made a huge impact on you? If so, in what way? And would you like to give that person a quick shout out? Oh, gosh. Well, I have to start with my family. My parents are both teachers. My brother does online teaching. And, and um, all of them in so many ways have made a huge impact on my life for the better. Um, and they, they taught me about perseverance. And they taught me about um, 
being reliable and being careful Mm -hmm. and kind. These are all really, really important lessons. Um, And um, the, I guess probably professionally, the one person who made the biggest impact was a person who I don't know her name. She was my biology um, laboratory uh, uh, teacher in college, who was the one to say, you're doing great in this course, but mm-hmm. have you ever thought about medicine? Because I think you'd be really great at it. Mm-hmm. Life-changing. Don't even know her name. Uh-huh. Yeah. So knowing what you know now, would you have done anything differently growing up? I would have worried a lot less about the future. Mm-hmm. I would have worried much less. I was one of those people who worried a lot and thought a lot about, well, if I do this, what's going to happen? I wish I'd taken the time when I was young, when I was younger, um, yesterday <laughs> to, to worry a little bit less about um, what, what impacts were going to happen five steps down the line, mm-hmm. because those are important. But in order to enjoy the journey on the way, sometimes you have to worry a little bit less and mm-hmm. things often just really work out. Yeah. So what's the best advice you have for young people who want to be successful in life and in their work? Oh, well, I hate to to say things over and over again, but okay, work hard, Mm -hmm. find a work that motivates you because you really enjoy it and that helps other people. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Be careful to do a good job and do your best Um, and try to be kind. That's great advice. Awesome. Thanks, Shula. Now it's time for the joke of the day. How do you know that the ocean is friendly? Oh, I don't know, Kyle. How do you know that the ocean is friendly? Because it waves. Good one, Kyle. Thanks. Thanks again for joining us on the Kids Learn Career Show. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and tell your friends. See you next time.